as we inch closer and closer to March 11th and legalize gambling in the state of North Carolina, I just want people to understand you're not going to hit every week. You're not going to, you're not going to cash a lottery ticket every week. However, however, you could still hit your top 20 bets, which we did last week right here on the OG gambling syndicate. My name is Joe Giglio. That's Josh Goodson. That's Bennett Johnson from the Heaster automotive group. We'll get into all those good things because we are on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. I'm going to say it again, Bennett, because I feel like I've been shortchanging you. Did not realize that your group bought cars. I thought all you did was have an unbelievable selection of new cars. Little did I know your group buys cars. Not only that, what did it take us? Not even 24 hours to finalize a deal. And if I had my my business in order with the title, probably would have been could have done it in an afternoon. So if you have a car and you're looking to get the best value for it, go to heisterauto.com. That's heisterauto.com. Check out Bennett Johnson and his crew because they do more than just sell you great cars. Look, we've actually, just today, before we started this podcast, I've already bought two cars sent the checks out today. So I'll be happy to do it for you guys. I just feel like I've been letting the audience down by not letting them know that. You've been letting the audience down, but probably not <laughs> on the Easter. Right. Line. Okay, so who did you think bought used cars, Joseph? I mean, what do you come on? No, I, listen, I thought specifically, you know, we, you hear all kinds of different ads and um, uh, different groups that I only think of as people who buy and sell used cars. Sure. With a dealership, I you know, I just wouldn't think I'm not trading something in, so I just didn't know. And there's got to be people like me who don't know who could be missing out on an outstanding deal. So, again, I think it's best to reach out to the people who do know, and that is the Heaster Automotive Group, heisterauto.com. All right, the it, sure signs that potentially you have a gambling problem, and I'm just I'm just going to come out and say it. I, I enjoy gambling on golf. It's the Mexico Open. The field is not very good. It's not even as good as it was last year. However, as Chuck Amato loved to say on. Labor Day, it is Labor Day, and we will labor. There is a golf tournament, and we will labor. We will make our picks for the Mexico Open. Let us let us start with Josh Goodson's first round leader plays. Uh, if you are just joining us on the OG Gambling Syndicate, and please follow, like all those good things. Josh hit the first round leader for our first tournament, and then last week we had Charlie Hoffman. Phoenix. So we had the we had the first round leader in Phoenix, and then last week we had Charlie Hoffman had a run at it, and then of course Patrick Cantley had other ideas about what was going to happen uh, down in California at the Riviera. But we're giving you a chance. We're giving you a look at this, and again, I'm using the royal we because again, you have to know what you don't know. I don't know anything about first round leader bets. Josh Goodson, RTP Mortgage does though. So Josh. The floor is yours. I will pull up your picks and everyone can see them here on the screen if they're watching on the YouTube. So this is the Mexico Open, par 71. Last year, the winner was Tony Finau. Runner-up was John Rahm. Uh, Finau is in the field and is an overwhelming favorite in this uh, in this tournament this week. But listen, anything can happen. Certainly anything can happen in the first round when we see some of the names that are going to be up here on the board. This is This tournament might be my Super Bowl. <laughs> I think of like all of 150 people in this tournament, I've taken at least 100 of these guys in first round leader plays over the year. I mean, it's, it is just a smorgasbord of of like a first round leader like uh, legends, I guess is the best way to say it. So 
this one was kind of tough. Peter Malnati. That's all we're missing here is the <laughs> Mauer. No Malnati, but no, this definitely was a this was a tougher one to do because there's some of these guys I haven't played in a while. This is for some of these guys, it's like one of the few events they've been able to play. I mean, yeah. they couldn't play last week because of the signature elevated stuff because you know because of that and like as as there's fewer guys playing this week that allows for more spots for people to be able to play. So it was a little bit more difficult this week. Um, but I was able to come up with, I think 12 this week, I think was the number. So, um, Joey Bramlett, uh, 80 to one. He's a guy that always seems to be around on Thursdays, makes a lot of birdies. I won't spend a lot of time on these. If there's anything of note, I'll, I'll go into them. 45 to one is a play this week. Doug Gim. Doug Gim is a guy I believe played last week and at the Waste Management. So at least it's someone that has been playing golf recently. Um, solid player. Chesson Hadley. He's the local guy of the week. I always have to pick a local guy to, to play well. He is 74 to 1. Actually, I don't hate that. He doesn't hit it very far. Uh, but a par 71 seems like a Chesson Hadley course. Here's your old guy, Gilio, Podrick Harrington. Made the board this week, 135 to 1 for Padraig. Um, and then rapid fire, Mark Hubbard, S.H. Kim, K.H. Lee, Matthew Neesmith, 98 to 1. That's my. That's probably the longest shot outside of Harrington. J.J. Spawn, which Joe told me he didn't know why I took that play. Watch that no, one. No, no, no. No, no, no. I said that's the one I like. JJ Spawn uh, is a bomber and he has been playing. So this correct. is a bomber's course. Last week was a ball striker's course. This is a bomber's course. Anytime you see Tony Finau at the top of the board and John Rahm yep. right behind him at the risk of overgeneralizing. Although last week, my Will Zalatoris pull. I did I did contribute last week, my one and done uh pull for for Will Zalatoris. It's a bomber's course, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny. I went and looked at par five scoring to see who would be the who would be the most logical choice for this terrible field. And of course the, the current leader in par, par five scoring that's in this field is Tony Finau. It's <laughs> not surprising. Um, Samuel Stevens, the Finn, Sammy Valamaki. That's going to be a fun one. I think the track this week and then Johnny Vegas, Jonathan Vegas, 61. I like that. Yep. He makes a lot of birdies. He's a guy that can get streaky, get hot. And this, I didn't look, I didn't go back and look last year to see what the, the first round leader score is but i guarantee you it's gonna be low they don't make when you have tournaments like this it's kind of like to educate the, the people watching this is yes the the field is not great and the courses are usually set up to go very 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 low and so i could imagine that the leader is going to shoot something between what oh, there we go what you ask an river, river round wow one that was, was fast man <laughs> with a 63 eric man running i'm pretty sure i hit that last year you did hit the smothered and covered because that's one of your nicknames is smothered and covered. covered. Yeah, look at that. Look at that leaderboard. Just a, a who's who of, <laughs> of legends. Where, well, there's a there's a resort course specialist there with Tano Goya. Um, you know, I think we're we're missing out a little bit on that. Uh, I, I, obviously, Raul Pareda. Uh, who knows what's happening there? But you know, for the most part, I, it's it's hard to apply logic to these, especially because last year. That field with Finau and Rom, there were more guys in the field yes. last year yes. than there. And it was a different part of the calendar. It was at the end of April, so this is kind of sped up between signature events for them. I, I'm not sure what to discern from last year, other than again, 
it's going to be a birdie fest and it's going to be, you know, you're, you're, it's 24 under is what Fino came out and pulled this thing under 65, 64, 65, 66 is your winner. I, I had said to you, Akshay is a resort course kind of player, not in the field. Iman, Emiliano Grillo is also a resort course player, not in the field. So, you know, it's kind of hard. I feel like we have to get into desperate mode. Like, who's desperate? We talked a little bit about this with uh, Brendan Todd mm -hmm. and how when he plays in fields like this, and I say this because the first person I thought of as desperate is a guy who normally plays well in Phoenix, and he didn't this time, but I think that's going to get us to the first top 20 pick for Bennett. Bennett, your first top 20 pick for the Mexico Open. So it's a bomber's course. Everything you hear about is long players, so naturally my first pick is not a long player, right? <laughs> uh, Ches Reby, he's plus 850. You can check that, Julio. Yes, I will. For, for the haters out there. I can behind you. <laughs> um, he, he played here last year. He finished 13th last year. The only thing I, I feel like about Ches is he actually is a decent long iron player, which you might not expect from a, sh a shorter player on tour. So over 200 yards approaches, he's in the top 50 on tour. 250 and over, he's actually in the top 10, which you might not think. And even though this is a bomber's course, they actually still have a lot of long irons in. Um, the course is long. There's no re real penalty to having low accuracy off the tee. So they're just swinging as hard as they can. Even with that, even the longer players still have long shots in. So hopefully Chez can play really, really good for, for our driving irons off the fairway. From you know 300 out, 275 out. If he can hit some greens, maybe he can stay competitive. But he's plus 850, so I feel like it's hard this week to find players that you know have had success on tour, um, like you guys have been talking about. It's a weird field, so going with someone that has some name recognition. All right, and hit me with your other one because you've done something that I didn't think was possible. You, you pulled a golfer that I've never heard of. So, if my hedge of going with someone you've heard of, I have now flipped and gone with someone that you guys have never heard of. So Kevin Daughtry, he's a 32-year-old, went to Oklahoma State. Um, the only thing he does is hit the golf ball a really, really long ways. He's actually number one in driving distance on tour. Um, he's had limited tour events. I think he's only played at 10 events. Um, he is actually a decent putter of the ball. Yeah, even on web.com web tour, he's a decent putter. So Kevin Daughtry is plus 750, someone you've never heard of. But his odds being um, – Right there at Chez, Chez is 850, Kevin being plus 750, shows you that the odds makers this week heavily favor the long players. This this is odds on someone that's never placed in the top 10 of a PTA Tour event. So plus 750 at top 20. I like the logic. Josh, do you have top 20 picks for us? Yes, uh, two. One is a guy who's actually been, he's come back. This guy played for, he's been playing forever. He had some injury issue and he's actually been playing a lot over the last few weeks. The Aussie, Aaron Baddeley, plus plus 538 is what I got him at. He's been in the top 30, basically, I think five out of six of his starts, you know, the last six starts. He has been playing, obviously, like the, the big, big boy events, but I think he did play uh, last week, in a, or he played in Phoenix and played pretty well. So Aaron Baddeley is my first. And the second is a guy who just got his invitation to the Masters today. Rio Hitsutsuni, I don't even know how to say it. Yep. Japanese guy 
kind of came on the scene this year. He's plus two hundred eight. He's a guy that he had he had a he played out in Hawaii. He had a T eleven at the American Express, T thirty in the Farmers Insurance. He's a plus two hundred two hundred six this week. So Rio, the new guy who got a special invitation from Augusta National today, is going to finish in the top twenty this week. All right, I, I love the logic. Uh, here's more things that sound more, even more logical. If you're looking to get a loan, if you're looking to cash out refi, if you're looking to figure out what you can do to buy a house, the best thing to do is to reach out to Josh Goodson at RTP Mortgage, 252-361-1415, 252-361-1415. That's the number following on YouTube. You can see it right there, rtpmortgage.com. Josh, uh, I know we've talked a lot about the numbers being in the right spot. You talk a lot about pricing, too, with housing, because it's not just what you qualify, but also like where the market is going to go. Yeah, I mean, the rates are, I mean, rates are still pretty elevated. I think as we're recording this, let's call it 7% is just like a very good average of where rates are. But the reality is, is if you were motivated to buy a house, I'm going to say this very loud. If you are motivated to buy a house and want to buy a house, the best time to buy is yesterday because in our area, we have so much limited, so much limited kind of sounds backwards. Oxymart. We have so limited inventory of houses to buy that there's still multiple offer situations, high prices, bidding wars, even with rates at 7%. That's not going to go anywhere. And if anything, it's going to get worse if rates do come down as we're projecting them to do over the next, you know, six to 12 months or so. So I would, Get in now. You can always buy now. You can always refi later. But if you, you can't go back and like renegotiate your your price later, is what I tell everybody. So just if you're motivated to do it and you can afford the payment now, get into the market, get a loan, refi later. You'll thank me later. Yeah, reach out to Josh again. It's two five two three six one fourteen fifteen. All right, let's get into some winners here. I'll go with you, Bennett, for winners for the Mexico Open. Man, this <laughs> uh, we have Tony Finn out as a as a favorite at nine to one, and he won here last year. But man, I don't. I feel like Tony Finn should, even if he's on like his home course, shouldn't be a favorite at, at nine to one anywhere. Um, so, what do you have for us? Something tells me we'll, we'll move down the board a little bit here, and I think also you're going to hit one of your favorites, um, oh, who enjoys to wear a, 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 a visor and a, and some cashmere. Well, let's start with Mr. Cashmere. Okay. I don't know how many times we recorded last season, but I think I picked him nine out of <laughs> Keith Mitchell. We're, we're talking about Keith Mitchell, known as Cashmere Keith. So, uh, Cashmere Keith Mitchell, he is plus 3,000 this week to win. Keith is a guy that is a bomber. He's a, he's a long player. He's long with his irons as well. Sometimes I think there's a misconception just because you're long with the driver doesn't necessarily mean you're a long player with the irons. Well, Keith is a long player with the irons. I was talking earlier about you have a lot of approaches over 225, over 250. Keith is is a a guy that can play the five iron, four iron, the three driving iron, the hybrids as they're using now. So I think even getting off the tee box 320, 330 down the fairway, even if you're in the rough, you're still going to have long approach play. Uh, Keith has a lot of experience on the PGA Tour, obviously, which I think, you know, on Saturday and Sunday will help him in a tournament where he's going to be competing with people that don't have that same experience. So I'm I'm betting on him um, at plus 3,000, solely based on his strokes gained off the tees, fourth on tour, off the tee. This tournament's all about driving the golf ball. 
So Cashmere Keith, he's going to look good with his Mexico Open trophy with his visor and his unnecessary. <laughs> he's going to go put the sweater on because it's probably hot. It's got to be hot down there. He's going to put the sweater on for the victory circle. All right, Josh, let's go with your first winner. I'm going to go with my first winner, the guy who won the last time the PGA Tour was in Mexico. He won in okay. Mayakuba last year. Eric Van Ruyen, plus 3,200, uh, has been playing has been playing great lately. I think he missed a cut last time out. But th- this is a – he's not, he's, he's won well before. last year. Yeah. Huh? He played well here last year. He played well here last year, correct. So I'm going with the vibes that he just plays well in Mexico, number one. 3,200, plus 3,200, I think is a decent value for him. He's probably – one of the more, uh, I don't know, decorated the right word, decorated guys playing this week to be honest. Sure. You know, based on you know his track record, record and such. So Eric Van Ruyen, first one, thirty plus thirty two hundred. All right, and you let's snake draft this thing. You go with your second pick there, second pick to win the Mexico Open. Yep. Uh, I usually don't go too low of odds just because there's no fun in that, but I, I did with this one plus fourteen hundred. I think he's the second odds on favorite to win this week. Nikolai Hoygaard played well in Europe towards the end of last year. I think won a European tour event, came over here and has been, been still been playing well in the States on the PGA tour. Like he's acclimated himself to playing PGA tournament, you know, tour golf. He's the second odds on favorite. I don't think he's going to be scared at the moment. And he's a guy that's just been playing well. So plus 1400 Nikolai Hoygaard would be my second play. Plus, more importantly, I had a ticket on him pre-flop last week, and I'm usually usually a week ahead. Yeah. All right, but we talked about how you guys buy cars. But really, the specialty is that you sell them. The Heaster Automotive Group. Let, let people know where they can find you in real life. Because I just go down 401, and I see you over there in Fuquay. But you're all over the place. We are all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. You drive by all the time. We're waving. Bye, Julio. Hey, Julio. Uh, <laughs> both Josh and Julio are customers. We could do it for you. It's literally as simple as shoot me a text. My phone number is 919-524-3348. We have location in Fuquay. We got two in Lillington. We're in Sanford and Lee County. Um, buy, sell, trade. <laughs> Like Julio said, <laughs> we do buy cars too. So the other thing I don't always talk about on here is our service department. Uh, we have the, one of the things we're super proud of is our express lanes and all of our stores. It's not as always common in dealership world. You see, um, you're driving down 401, you see, oh, five minute oil change. Well, we do the same thing here. And the difference between us and them is you're getting a factory trained tech to change your oil rather than someone who's maybe never changed oil before and just started working there that day. So you can text me, uh, like I said, my number, 919-524-3348. I'll be happy to set you up a service appointment. If you can't bring the car to us, we'll go get it for service, too. So all of our stuff you can see at heisterauto.com. It's H-I-E-S-T-E-R, auto.com. All right. Perfect setup for now what we have coming for your last pick to win the Mexico Open. Well, this week, I've went across... Everything I like to do, picking a winner, always like somebody that is playing well, has won a tour event before, sets up well for the golf course, um, somebody who isn't going to necessarily be afraid of the moment. All of those are out the window here with Cameron Champ, Champ, Cameron Champ. Champ, Champ, yeah. 
a yeah. bomber for sure. He is, uh, you know, I got my, my stats to back it up, but I'll just tell you that if there's ever been a time to make fun of a pick for just going off strokes gain, this is it because he's playing terrible. He hasn't made a cut all year. He is putting terrible. He's like, some of his strokes gains are actually dead last in the putting categories. <laughs> dead last. So, and it doesn't matter. You know, we always talk about, is it a stroke? Is it a, a ball strikers course? Is it a short course? Is it a bombers course? Well-established here today. This is a long bombers course. Regardless of what kind of course it is, you still have to putt. And he cannot putt. So this is totally gambling on him running in some putts that he probably wouldn't have ordinarily. He is number one strokes gained off the tee. He's top five in distance. He's actually uh, fairly accurate with the driver, too. Not necessarily a course where you need to be accurate, but if you're someone that can't make putts over 10 feet, you need to be in the fairway so you can try to get, you know, your your strokes gain approach has to be positive. Last year he finished um, top 10 here. He's finished top here, here twice, losing strokes on the greens both years. So if he can just be an average putter this week, I think he'll be near the top. He's plus 4,500. This reminds me, uh, and Josh, uh, people who gamble for a long time, this reminds me like, okay, I've gotten everything wrong. I'm just now going to take the opposite of what I think is going to happen. Like <laughs> Bennett throwing away his his data and being like, okay, <laughs> I can't get the data right, but I'm going to get this right. I'm just going to go my opposite. I'm going to go opposite. So you said earlier we hit our top 20s last week, and last we week – you Everyone did. was so. I got a lot of text. Everyone was super hype about the stats that I threw out about the winners. Yeah. Well, and, and, and Matsuyama actually fit your. He fit everything. <laughs> he fit everything to a T. And Matsuyama. Last thing I'll say is last week I mentioned it was the most, or it was the second most on some sites, the most predictable on some sites, tour event. So last week, all the strokes gained statistics, everything that I like to talk about pretty much perfectly predicted who won last week. This tournament is exactly the opposite. Of the 44 uh, what they call major PGA Tour or worldwide events on Datagolf, this is the least predictable tournament. So I went with the least predictable winner in Cameron Champ. As we're getting closer to now, I'll vamp here for a second because I'm only making a one-and-done pick this week. This is the only thing I got right last week. Um, as we get closer to, to legalized gambling, I think one thing that people need to realize, Josh, is – these lines are dynamic. They change. You're going to enjoy these things on an app while you're watching. Uh, you could be like Bennett. You may have the math to support what you're watching, but you could also just be like, oh, oh, okay. I see what's happening here. And Josh, we've talked about this and there's no real way to do it other than re-racking us on, on a Friday morning. But what you've been doing so far this PGA Tour season, you've been taking winners basically by going who's three, four, five shots back is a good golfer and has ridiculous odds that should not be their odds. Because you did this with Hideki Matsuyama this past week in the Riviera. What was the number you ended up getting Hideki at? Um, after Thursday's round, he was 60 to 1. 60 to 1. So a In a field of 70 golfers, in a field of 75 golfers, and I think he was four or five shots back. It was just a total it was it was luck, right? The fact that he won, but but not luck in the sense that I picked him like because of that. Yeah. You know he had already I like to see what these guys are doing. You you usually know, I mean, 
rarely does a guy go out on Thursday and shoot four over and still win the tournament or play right. in it. I mean, it's, right. And so I like to see what these guys look like when they get to the course, how they play. And then I like that, like you said, I like to go a little bit further down the odd sheet to just find some value. I, Charlie Hoffman did not come through at the waste management. He was a perfect example. He was 140 to one after Thursday, and he was like four shots back. I'm going to take that because that means he showed he showed up, he played well, he's got momentum and such. So I, I do think there's a lot of value in what it, like the eye test. This is like you taking uh, the over in the All Star game. The, some yes. some players are just principal plays, right? If you got a Masters champion out there who's five shots back and shot a 69 in the opening round, so he's five shots behind Cantley. Can't predict Pantley, uh, Cantley's sickness, but you can predict that probably Matsuyama is going to give you a little bit of life. And it's also important. You're not just taking the one guy. You're, you're kind of like what you do at your first round leaders. Like, I, 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 25 bucks on like four or five guys, right? Correct. Correct. So there, there's something to the method to that madness. All right. Um, I'm going to go back to the one and done pool this week because it is the one thing that I got right last week. I'm also in a one and done pool that I feel like I've been doing okay with. Uh, if you're, if you're new to golf gambling, one and done, you pick a golfer. That's the only time all season that you're allowed to use them. Basically you accumulate all the money that they make. It gets put onto your total and the person at the end of the year with the most wins. And obviously when you're the, the Genesis, you're still not going to use a big name. I ended up using Will Zalatoris just because he's a great ball striker. I may regret uh, if Will is back with that lab putter. If he, if he is a contender in all the majors, like he was two years ago, I may regret not having Will Zalatoris to use later in the season, but I feel like it was the right play at the time. And I will take the money that he was able to accumulate this week. I'm going to Mav McNeely. Uh, all three of us. This is a young guy that all three of us have bet on before. This is a young guy. All three of us have thought, Oh man, he's going to break through. It's going to happen. Usually uh, out on, on the Zoysia out there in California, you know, something else is happening. He'll, he's a Cali kid. Uh, he did play, he did not play last week in the, in the invited event, but he did play at the Phoenix open had a top 10 finish. Listen, uh, th this is just a wild card kind of weekend. Uh, I'm not, I, you don't want to obviously use somebody that you're not going to use Tony Fino in this. Uh, although I'm sure there's someone out there who could explain to you why you should, if he wins, but I'm going safe here. I'm going to take a guy who has a chance to win. He's in the middle of the, of the odds at 3,500. 3, um, but I like Matt McNeely as my one and done pick this week. Bennett, you have a one and done. I, I know I keep throwing these in at the last minute to you, but is there one potentially that stands out to you? I have something better than a one and done this week. Someone oh, yeah. that you, you scared me because you said he's not in the field. And then I just verified. Oh, really? My bad. Yeah. I'm poor Emiliano. <laughs> and, and I like him. I actually like yeah. him. I like him in, in regular tour events, if we're calling this kind of an off-tour event. I think he's a guy that really can play. So you had texted earlier, maybe an off-the-wall prop bet. So he is plus 300 to be the top South African at the end of the week. South and there's American. only like – or South American, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he was plus 300, and he finished fifth there last year, and he yeah. finished in top 10 the year before. So he's someone that obviously plays well there. He has a lot of PGA Tour experience. Not a lot of competition in that prop bet, so <laughs> maybe he can pull it out. Take it and run. Josh, you got a one and done, or you've had enough with uh, first-round leaders and all your other good stuff? I'm good. Okay. I'll, I like it. Add Hoygaard. I would put a Hoygaard because I don't think you would use him any, any other Really? Game. Okay. No. All right. Well, appreciate you guys both. We'll see how we do in the Mexico Open. We've been hitting winners. We, again... 
Josh and Bennett have been hitting winners. <laughs> I've been here just to facilitate the conversation. That's all. That's all. Uh, appreciate you guys for taking the time. Again, you need mortgage help, rtbmortgage.com. Check out Josh Goodson. And if you need something, anything with your car, buy, sell. Check them out at Heaster Automotive Group. It's heasterauto.com. All right, guys. See you next week. Good luck. Thank you.